The virgin birth, one of the foundational beliefs in the Christian faith. That is what we are going to be talking about in today's Bible study in the book of Matthew. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. On this podcast, we are going to be having a Bible study. We're going through the book of Matthew, and instead of going through the book verse by verse, we are looking at bigger sections and overarching themes. Today, we're in Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, talking about the birth of Jesus Christ. And in order to talk about this topic, we actually have to go back and briefly touch on Adam and original sin. So Adam, as in Adam and Eve, is the first man, right? He was the representative of the human race. So in that moment when he sinned and broke that covenant with God, he was representing all of humanity to come after him. Therefore, because of that sin, we inherit that sinfulness. We are all born as sinful people, justly deserving God's judgment. Now, I know when babies are born, we all think they're cute and innocent. We call them little angels. But in reality, they are also born into sin. And if that's hard to believe, just watch a little one hit, grab, and steal, not share, basically selfish behavior where that's not necessarily taught to them, but inside that sinful nature comes out and shows itself. So based on that, let me now read. So (laughs) we're in Matthew. We jumped to Genesis. Now I'm going to jump to Romans. Romans 5, where it goes into more about Adam and his role in labeling us all as sinful. So Adam was the first man. But then you're going to notice it's also going to talk about the second Adam, or Jesus. Here we go, a few verses. Romans 5.12 Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men, because all sinned. Now Romans 5.18-19 through 19. Therefore, As one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Okay, I know it's a lot. It's a lot just reading it out loud here. But if we stop and look at it, look at it, we're talking about the two different people here, Adam and Jesus. So verse 19, for as by the one man's disobedience, Adam, the many were made sinners, the rest of humanity. So by the one man's obedience, Jesus, the many will be made righteous. The idea we need to grasp here is that Adam's sin condemned Adam everyone, everyone born. But, but, but there was one who came to earth who was born in a different manner 
that breaks that normal birth process of a man and woman coming together? Jesus, the virgin birth. See, two things happen here when we're talking about the virgin birth, when the Holy Spirit comes upon Mary and she's with a child. And it's not because Joseph and Mary, like normal, right? So two things happen here. Number one, the sin association with the child born, it's broken. And Jesus is born sinless as he is without that sin attached to him. And then he goes on to live a sinless life. Number two, what this shows us is that Jesus, though God, becomes God incarnate, God in the flesh, human. You see, the virgin birth, one of the foundational beliefs in the Christian faith, explains how Jesus could be both God and man. See, Jesus is the only 200% person to ever live. He is 100% human, yet he is also 100% God, God in the flesh. So this, this, this understanding of the virgin birth, see, it is foundational to the Christian faith for those reasons, because it explains how he can be both God and man. But it's also crucial because the Bible teaches it. If Jesus were not born of the Holy Spirit and he was born because of, because Mary and a man came together, then the Bible would be teaching a lie and the trustworthiness of the Bible falls completely apart. Let me read a longer passage here. It's in John chapter one that speaks of Jesus becoming human. Here's John chapter one, verses one through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world didn't, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. In verse 14, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So the beginning there, it's talking about in the beginning, before anything was made was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. God incarnate. He remains God 100%, but he becomes human 
100%. Going to jump to another spot here, 1 Timothy, because one of the important things about Jesus being God, yet also being man, one of the important factors here is that Jesus could be a mediator between God and man. Here's 1 Timothy 2, 5 through 6. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. Jesus, the God-man, is our mediator between God and man. And since he lived the perfect life, He's the one I want standing before God on my behalf because I know my life has not even remotely been perfect. So Jesus is our mediator. So the virgin birth here found in Matthew 1, 18 through 25, it's also found in the gospel of Luke. So two accounts of the virgin birth, Matthew and Luke. It's a foundational truth that is biblical, we need to believe, and we need to embrace. Can we understand it? I mean, not really. We can understand the text and see what they're saying and believe that, but it's just hard for us to understand. Matthew, if you read the text, he will quote from Isaiah. 700 years prior, talks about a virgin giving birth to a son. And he will be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And that's what's happening here in this text. The God-man, God incarnate Jesus, the Word became flesh and dwelt with us. It's amazing. I hope you have a chance to read it. Matthew 1, 18-25, and then we can find it over at Luke in the beginning as well. All right, well, that's all I have for today. Again, you can find these podcasts and more over at CoreyMansfield.com. All right, that's it. Have a great day, and we'll chat soon.